Yep. And we back. We've got to ask ourselves, why get healthy? Well, when I did a research, I'd actually looked into deathmeters.info. And if you want to be really sad, go ahead and go there. It's pretty damn depressing. But what this is, is it's a website that kind of breaks down the population at large, who's dying with what disease and what cause. So as of right now, the top six, we have coronary artery disease, stroke, lower respiratory infection, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, lung cancer, and diabetes. So in my eyes as a fitness professional, I see we have six things that can be completely, completely avoidable. Oddly enough, I found that the lower respiratory infection, that was kind of odd to me. I didn't expect that one, but interestingly enough, both diabetes and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease contribute to a higher risk of lower respiratory infection. That I was not I was not aware of that at all, but you know, it just goes to show that you're able to be healthy and avoid so many things. So I guess number one, when we ask ourselves why be healthy, it's to avoid things like this. We don't want to have chronic disease, we don't want to have chronic illness. We'd rather stay in a state of health, right? And a state of health is something that we have to look at both physically, mentally. I mean, there's a lot that's going on there. But when we think about it, they both influence each other. And that's something that I want to talk about a lot is your mental health is going to influence your physical health and vice versa. So that means if I had a poor state of physical health, I most likely am going to have a poor state of mental health. And I experience this truly. Um, I'm going to go over that here in a little bit. But, you know, there's a big difference between living and being alive, right? If we're alive and we're living, those are two separate dichotomies. Number one, if I'm alive, I think, you know, my heart's beating. You know, that's pretty much basic. Um, I have full function of my brain. I have full function of everything. But when I'm living, I have a passion. I have fulfillment. I have desire. I have so much confidence. That's what living's all about. It's about getting what you want and doing what you want, right? So those are big different things. And I think having some kind of diagnosis like the six we listed, although you may not die from immediately, it's for sure going to impact your ability to live a substantial, fulfilling life. Okay. So really, regardless of disease, regardless of death, being healthy allows you to be your true self. And what I mean by that, your true self is the confident person you are deep down inside the one you really want to be and show people, but maybe you're a little too scared to maybe it's a little frightening to, to bring that side out. Maybe that side of you is tucked down under deep beneath all these other insecurities, but you know what? A true state of health and living, as I mentioned, is when you can expose that side of you you can be proud of that side of you and it can share everybody around you that's the most important part, right? You want to be your true self. So unfortunately, we're so bogged down by the self-hatred, by our body issues that are image issues, right? Not even really body issues. You could be perfectly healthy, but if you have body image related issues, you think you look 
disgusting or unworthy or whatever that may be. But again, that, that psychological effect on your body is just going to compound things. And it's just going to dampen your outlook on life, right? Not to mention the lack of self-confidence. The lack of confidence in general impacts everything. Your confidence level will impact how you step into a room, how you present yourself to the next person by you, how you interact with anybody. The largest, most important part of your ability to express your true self is confidence. So when you're not in a true state of health, you lack that confidence, unfortunately. So, you know, before we get into the series here, I just want to explain why I chose to be healthy. Okay. I chose to be healthy because I can be my best self only when I focus on myself, right? That may seem kind of odd, a little selfish, right? But I cannot be my best self unless I focus and give myself the best attention and the best capability health-wise possible. That means I go to the gym. I take care of myself at home. That means I have massage. I have some mobility things I do. I stretch. I take care of strength training. I take care of my diet. I take care of my hydration. I take care of my sleep. I take care of these things because I care. Okay. I care that I can be my best self only when I focus on myself. And when I put that internal work in, I get so much more out of myself. I find that I'm more productive at everything I do. So I choose to be healthy because it allows me the opportunity to do more with my life. It allows me to, to live. Okay. So back when I was a lot younger, I was raised in a family where we had not necessarily the best orientation around health. So we really were kind of raised on fast food, on you know, whatever goes, we're going to buy, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter the health effects. It's more about um, just getting you what you what you need is, you know, food, not necessarily nutrition. So I can't blame my mother for that. She was a single mother. And of course, she did everything in her capacity and in her knowledge base to do what she thought was right, which was feed her children. I come from a very obese background and all of my family is really, really overweight. Unfortunately, that, that saddens me. You know, but again, I think leading by example is a big important factor here. I think if they can see that it's possible, then hopefully that inspires them later on. So when I was in about third grade, all the way until about eighth grade, I was around 230 pounds. Okay. That's not a good weight for that young. Let's be honest. That's not. It's unhealthy. So I had to make a big change. Freshman year came around. I dropped to 165. It was a life-changing event. I did it for sport. I did it for football. And when I did it, I found that, you know, my physical performance improved. But really what I noticed the most was my mental performance improved. Because, you know, I didn't mention, but all through middle school, I had worn hoodies. You know, and a hoodie to me is a symbolism of, of fear, right? I was scared about what other people thought. I wore the same damn red hoodie Every single day of eighth grade, I remember whether it was hot, whether it was cold, whatever, I wore this damn hoodie. I just didn't have the confidence in myself to express what I felt was true. I lacked drive. I didn't really have the drive to do things. Uh, I lacked the ability to speak for myself. I lacked a lot of things. Um, I kind of just accepted who I was around and didn't really decide um, who I wanted to be around. 
you know, it was just a byproduct of where I was surrounded by my environment. I felt like I didn't have control because I felt like I couldn't express myself because of the weight. The weight was a blockade, not only physically, but mentally. So for me, that's the biggest part of being healthy. It allows me to express myself, the true self. And I'm really appreciative for that. I think that sometimes we we get caught up in, you know, the semantics of this diet and that diet or, you know, this food versus that food or all this kind of stuff. But really when it comes down to it, if we can find out our why, we can have so much more direction into attacking this health issue we have. Whether that's something mild like 10 pounds overweight or that's something extreme like having a stroke. I think if we have a why, we can finally have a purpose to what we're doing. Nobody goes through life and has no purpose. Nobody has a girlfriend for no purpose. Nobody has a wife for no purpose. Nobody has a boyfriend, husband, whatever, kid even. Sometimes that happens. And, you know, there's still a purpose. There's still a purpose to all these things. So when we start a journey, we got to find out our why. we got to find out what we're doing and why we're doing it. Because if we just said, okay, let's just go ahead and follow through this plan, that makes no sense. If I had a plan but no why, I'm missing a crucial element to my success. I need to have a strong enough why to take me through everything that's going to be ahead of me. The storm, okay? I need to have all my gear ready. Just like if we were to go out and we knew there was a tornado coming, we would get into safety. We would get into shelter. We have the why. We want to survive, okay? So what's your why when you come into this health sphere? Is it to gain more self-confidence, to improve your self-esteem, to get out of health issues, maybe to prevent some future health issues, maybe just to feel better because we know that exercise improves endorphins and those endorphins decrease chances of things like anxiety and depression. So what is your why? That's something we're going to study. This is episode one and we're going to find out how to depict our why we're going to overcome adversity with that why we're going to think about the positivity complex and we'll finally set you up with exactly how to figure out your why and know if that why is strong enough this is going to be important stuff so hopefully you pay attention next couple episodes here we're going to need a pen and a pad if you have it but if you're just driving your work or whatever we're doing i know we're going to be successful either way my my name is matt i'm a pt I'm looking forward to helping you every step of the way. If you're a current client of mine, I'm super excited you're listening, and I hope you pay attention to these next couple episodes. Thank you.